This is our devotional commentary for the Song of Solomon, chapter 8. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. She. Oh, that you were like a brother to me who nursed at my mother's breasts. If I found you outside, I would kiss you, and none would despise me. I would lead you and bring you into the house of my mother, she who used to teach me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, the juice of my pomegranate. His left hand is under my head, and his right hand embraces me. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Who is that coming up from the wilderness, leaning on her beloved? Under the apple tree I awakened you. There your mother was in labor with you. There she who bore you was in labor. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm. For love is strong as death. Jealousy is fierce as the grave. Its flashes are flashes of fire, the very flame of the Lord. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it. If a man offered for love all the wealth of his house, he would be utterly despised. Others We have a little sister, and she has no breasts. What shall we do for our sister on the day when she is spoken for? If she is a wall, we will build on her a battlement of silver. But if she is a door, we will enclose her with boards of cedar. She I was a wall, and my breasts were like towers. Then I was in his eyes as one who finds peace. Solomon had a vineyard at Baal Hamon. He led out the vineyard to keepers. Each one was to bring for its fruit a thousand pieces of silver. My vineyard, my very own, is before me. You, O Solomon, may have the thousand, and the keepers of the fruit, two hundred. He, O you who dwell in the gardens, with companions listening for your voice, let me hear it. She, make haste, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. Philip Ryken wrote, quote, The last chapter of the Song of Songs is like the end of a musical, when all the characters come back on stage for the final number. As the performers recite their closing lines, they repeat many themes from earlier in the production, end quote. Now the lover and the beloved have become husband and wife. They are walking hand in hand, coming home, maybe after the honeymoon. In our modern ears, it may sound unusual and unromantic for a bride to say that she wishes her husband were her brother, verse 1. But according to social customs of those days, couples did not publicly display their affection for one another, not even husbands and wives. Only blood relatives were permitted to embrace outside the home. The bride's desire is that she had this freedom to openly show the world how much she loves her husband. 
verse 2. She also wants their relationship to be fruitful. Both the mandrakes and the pomegranates that decorated their honeymoon suite were associated with lovemaking and fertility. The image of the apple tree is also a symbol of marital fruitfulness. This happy couple is hoping to have a family. In our culture, children may be seen as a burden or an interference to personal goals. Indeed, parenthood is a call to lifelong sacrifice. But children are a gift from the Lord, and procreation is one of God's primary purposes for marriage. All Christian marriages ought to be wide open to the gift of sons and daughters. How God is to be praised that what perpetuates the human race is the union of two souls who share their bodies to produce entirely new people. Both husbands and wives are meant to find pleasure in God's stunning design. The woman in the Song of Songs is not shy about her desire to be totally embraced by the man she loves, the man who promised to love her to the end of her days. We live in a society that does everything it can to separate sex from marriage and marriage from children, but this book was written to show us that God has a better way. The proper context for sex is the love of a faithful God lived out in the love of a faithful marriage. This is why a younger sister is protected by her older siblings who want her to be like an impenetrable wall rather than a door swinging loose on its sexual hinges. Verses 8 and 9. Husbands and wives exchange rings comparable to the seal of verse 6, each promising to love the other until parted by death. But the only love, strong as death, is the Lord's. Now mentioned by name for the first time in the book, His love is marked by holy jealousy. And when our love is lit by His eternal flame, it will be unquenchable, a gift that money can't buy Verses 6 and 7. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.